Do you ever just start a podcast and there's so much news and so many rumors and so many different things where it's like, I can't pinpoint uh, a particular spot to start. And that's where it is this week in wrestling. Um, I don't have a specific show where I title it This Week in Wrestling, uh, but this is This Week in Wrestling. Um, There's been so much that has gone on in and around wrestling the last week. We have rumors. We have everything from John Cena's return to Keith Lee being squashed to Karrion Cross debuting on Raw, which was completely unnecessary, all the way to the closest rumor we've ever had to CM Punk returning to a ring. All of this and so much more right here on the Knicks World Podcast. Um, you know what's funny is that I, I don't have an intro for this. I used to have that on, on the YouTube neck of things. And now I look at this and it's like, well, there's no hiatus between my intro. So it's just an awkward five or six seconds where I figure out how I'm going to, to start this. We talk about this week in wrestling, man. You know, it's, it's one of those weeks where, whether it's a positive or a negative for you, it is one of those weeks that is going to be remembered for a while. Um, and I think it all started Sunday night. Now, that's not me saying Money in the Bank was great. Um, you know, we, we didn't review that show, but there were some things about that show that I thought were great. There were other things I thought not so much. Uh, one of the things I thought was great was Biggie winning the briefcase. Um, I think that was great. I think that was the most logical decision was to have Big E win the briefcase at Money in the Bank because, again, he's one of those guys that we all see the potential as a singles competitor. Um, what he does is going to be interesting. Um, and, hey, we can even talk about Goldberg. Um, unfortunately, we're still talking about Goldberg in 2021, and it's not a renaissance um, that we want to see. And I think I'm speaking for most people when I say we're not interested. I wasn't interested before. I wasn't interested now. Now, you could say what you want about him in WCW. I don't care. Okay? I don't care about your opinion because if I cared about your opinion, I wouldn't be talking here and giving my opinion. I do care about your opinion, but just not as much as mine. Um, Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. See, it's like there's so much news. I don't even know where I'm supposed to start. I made a checklist. Um, I'll go over it. The first thing we're going to talk about is John Cena. Um, there were rumors, there have been rumors for the last month or so, um, about John Cena having a match with Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Now, that's all but confirmed. Uh, I think the second he came out at Money in the Bank, we all knew that that was the case. Now, I thought John Cena was coming back. I said to my friend, I said, what do you think there's a chance? We were watching the show together. I said, what do you think there's a chance between the Roman Reigns uh, and Edge match that either one of four things happens. Seth Rollins gets involved, which happens, sort of. Um, the Rock comes back. I don't really understand why I think The Rock would come back. I didn't really think that, that that would make so much sense there. Brock Lesnar was one that I thought, um, because people were saying, you know, it's SummerSlam, it's one of the big four. Brock Lesnar's been gone for X amount of time, and it's ready for him to come back. We had the rumored match between him and Lashley at SummerSlam, which is 100% shit in water now. Um... And then some people said John Cena. I thought that one of those three men were coming back, but I didn't see it happening as soon as it did. WWE executed the John Cena return flawlessly. I didn't expect it. It was a huge pop. We all popped. Whether you love or hate John Cena, we cannot deny his value to the company. And he's still one of those guys that 
despite not being an active full-time performer, he can still go. He still has value. He's still entertaining. And people want to see him. If I'm a wrestling fan, John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam is the best route to go. That is my honest-to-God opinion. Uh, John Cena is one of my favorite wrestlers ever. He's always had a special spot in my heart. Um, but for Roman Reigns to win the way he did and then say, it's time for everyone to acknowledge me, and then ding, ding, John Cena comes out and it's just like the crowd goes ballistic. And this is not one of those hot crowds. This was a random crowd in a random town in Fort Worth, Texas, and it was just brilliant. Um, we didn't get to hear on the air what John Cena said, but he said, I'm back, uh, XYZ, said, you can't see me to Roman Reigns, came out on Raw, pretty much said the same thing, Roman Reigns is an asshole, XYZ, so um, there it is, there's your main event for SummerSlam and what will probably be a sold-out SoFi Stadium, or excuse me, uh, what's the name of the damn Raiders Stadium, Allegiant Stadium um, in Las Vegas. Expect WWE to generate a lot of money and Las Vegas to do the same because that is going to be an active, active weekend in Las Vegas. That is the perfect place for them to go. Allegiant Stadium is new. You go into Las Vegas, you know, all the money you generate there, casinos, uh, attractions, tourists. It's just, if I'm a wrestling fan and I'm going to this SummerSlam show, um, you know that this is the place to be, is Las Vegas. Uh, and undoubtedly, it's not confirmed, but it's confirmed, people. Let's see the let's let's see it for what it is. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Now, what happens in the match? I don't know. I think a lot of people would say, "Well, John Cena's here to save the day," but is he really? Uh, John Cena saying that he's here to stay. So I'm assuming John Cena is coming for a four anywhere from a four to six month appearance in WWE, supposedly. Um, if John Cena doesn't win the championship at SummerSlam, then what? You know what I'm saying? It almost like it, it for only thing to make sense would be for John Cena to win. Now, here's the problem with John Cena. His last few runs, I've not been a fan of. I like the work he did with Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania last year. Not this past one, but the one before. But I did not, because John Cena's come back and... and it's been about five years since we saw a serious John Cena. I remember his feud with AJ Styles. I fucking loved it. Um, it's been a while since we've seen a serious side of, of John Cena. And the happy-go-lucky, I love everyone, and I love joking. You know, John Cena joking, that's great. But it, it doesn't resonate with me because it's, it's like I can't. This guy's laughing and joking. Roman Reigns is a beast. He doesn't give a shit. He's a monster. And if John Cena can't present this image of, of himself being all, I'm happy and let's do this, I'm here to fight Roman Reigns and let's eat your cereal, it's just, it doesn't resonate with me because John Cena cannot be happy-go-lucky fighting Roman Reigns if you want me to take him believable, and it's not to let me say John Cena's not believable, because John Cena's John Cena, but that's where I'm coming out with that, great to see John Cena back, I think we're all... Uh, looking forward to uh, what will undoubtedly be the main event of SummerSlam. How they go about it and how it builds the next couple of weeks or next month or so is going to be very interesting to see. But SummerSlam is going to be a show that you're going to want to see. I think WWE is going to really hit a home run here. And I know I don't give WWE a lot of credit for things, but uh, that's something that I could see really happening. Now, that that is that. Um, that's the John Cena return. 
talk about something. Uh, before we continue, I want to congratulate Giannis and the Bucks. I know we haven't talked about sports too much on their championship win. Dude, Giannis is a beast, man. This Milwaukee Bucks team was down and out so many times in the finals. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, they, they played a healthy Brooklyn team. They played a fully healthy Clippers team. Yeah, that may be true, but that's not where we are, okay? I don't, I don't take anything away from the Bucks. They're a great team. Are they a super team? No, they're not. Is Giannis a great player? Yes, he is. He's one of the best players in the NBA. But um, a lot of people are hesitant to give credit because they say, well, this if this was this way, this should have happened. But it's not that way. It's this way. And um, congratulations to the city of Milwaukee. who hasn't seen a title in 50 years. Uh, Giannis is a beast, man, and his name has a special ring to it. Uh, no pun intended. So congratulations to them. Talk about another, uh, we'll talk about some of the Monday Night Raw returns. Um, the first return that I was happy to see, but pretty much did nothing, was Keith Lee. Uh, Keith Lee's been out of action for so long. Uh, Bobby Lashley issued an open challenge for his WWE title. And uh, out came Keith Lee. Now, I, I think Keith Lee coming back is great, but I don't think that was the spot for him. Because the, they weren't going to give the title to Keith Lee. Just coming back out of nowhere, they weren't going to give the title to Keith Lee. So I don't think... Um, that was the spot for him. And the worst part about it is they made Keith Lee look like garbage. So you have this guy who was unbelievably dominant in NXT. He comes back to take on Bobby Lashley on Raw for a cup of coffee and he gets squashed. Okay, so way to make... Wait, see this, and this is the thing. One of the things I've heard is that Vince doesn't like to build new stars because he doesn't want a star to become bigger than he is and take that, fan, or take that stardom to another company. And you know what? I absolutely believe it. I absolutely believe that Vince doesn't want to build a new star that becomes bigger than he is. Guys like CM Punk, uh, guys like John Cena, you will not see guys like that anymore. CM Punk did it. He was self-made, granted. But you will not see guys like that anymore because Vince knows that now there's competition knocking on the door. Legitimate competition. And AEW is getting stronger by the week. But yeah, Keith Lee returned. Good for him. Great to see, but not great to see how it went. Another person that had a spot on Monday Night Raw that made absolutely no sense was Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross came out on Monday Night Raw. Uh, they said it was his Raw debut, but it really wasn't. They put him there. He's the NXT champion, so by default, he's still on NXT. And he fights Jeff Hardy, and not only does he lose, he loses via roll-up. No disrespect to Jeff Hardy, but you built... WWE hasn't done shit with Jeff Hardy in the last three, four years... And now you give him a roll-up win over Karrion Cross, who was built as this dominant guy. And again, it's just me scratching my head at things that just don't make sense. And this is one of many that don't make sense in WWE. Cross comes out without Scarlet. First off, uh, people that like cold drinks and you can't have your cold drink without ice, you can't have Karrion Cross without Scarlet. He comes out to his music. He looks sinister. But he's not. See, that's the and that that is the thing that just irks my soul is that Cameron Cross comes out, and this guy comes out, and it's just by default, by just by being on the main roster, and this is so sad. Just by being on the main roster, he feels less important than he is because of he's on the main roster. I cannot think of so many guys from NXT that just experienced glory at the highest level, just to come to the main roster and just get shitted on. And the worst was the Ascension. I mean, they, Ascension, Keith Lee, Nakamura, you know, Drew McIntyre was the case at first, but they, 
Drew McIntyre found his way in. I mean, it's just Keith Lee. They haven't done shit with Keith Lee on the main roster. I haven't seen anything from Keith Lee on the main roster that makes me say, wow, I'm so happy he's here. I'm so happy he's here. It's just, it's an endless tirade of a promotion via pay and publicity and nothing else. And that's why you're starting to see these guys jump ship to AEW. So let's talk about AEW, ladies and gentlemen. The biggest news of the week so far is two of the biggest, I guess you could say, free agent names in professional wrestling, maybe history, Daniel Bryan, and undoubtedly the most polarizing or most popular figure in all of wrestling before he he left, CM Punk. Do we remember how popular CM Punk was? Do we remember his wife, AJ Lee? We remember, I don't know if she was married at the time, but we do remember AJ Lee or they were married at the time. We do remember AJ Lee staying with the company and CM Punk, and this was disrespectful to her. I know the CM Punk chants resonated for how long, and this was a period where WWE was just the most boring shit on earth. You know, fans are back now, they're red hot, but what do you think happens now when fans get comfortable? When fans get comfortable, say, oh, fans say, oh, well, we're back. Now we're comfortable. Everything right now for, for, for WWE fans is just glory because they're just glad and grateful to be back in the arena they're back to be in their atmosphere. And, you know, there's been some positives in WWE, but let's just say what happens six to eight months from now, maybe even shorter than that, when WWE is producing stale television. Now, they may not find it as bad because they're going to head into another WrestleMania season. And I think WWE, believe it or not, may actually stay pretty relevant and on edge. But I worry about after this year's, next year's WrestleMania. Why I think so far in advance, WWE doesn't think so far in advance. Anyways, CM Punk's name was chanted for years after he left. And the worst part is that it was actually chanted at his wife while she was wrestling. That's disrespectful to her. I expect it, but it's almost dis... Like, why? Why would... Why? Why? Anyways, CM Punk will undoubtedly be... is, Is the most popular free agent in all of wrestling... Not even close. And there are rumors about CM Punk. One of two. And the other one is Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan reportedly signed a contract with AEW the other day. This is not confirmed, but these are very credible sources that are giving us this information. That is one of two. Now, in a perfect world, you would have Daniel Bryan come out first. Take the oh shit meter from like a... 5 to, or not a 5, from a 0 to like an 8, and then you have CM Punk come out and just blow the roof off of it. So you take the ocean meter, you bring it up with Brian, and then you blow it out of the water with CM Punk. CM Punk is a living legend in Chicago wrestling. AEW All Out is set for September 5th at Chicago. If CM Punk is returning, which there are rumors of that, and these are the this is the first time where I'm taking CM Punk rumors legitimate, because there's been rumors about CM Punk for years. I If CM Punk comes back in Chicago at All Out, it will be one of the loudest pops in professional wrestling history. I'm just not even me saying my bias because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. But if CM Punk comes out in his hometown, returning to wrestling in an AEW crowd, it will be the largest pop of probably the 21st century. And I know that that's a statement, but come on. Fans would just go ballistic. 
Now, with that said, on September 5th, a few weeks later is is AW Grand Slam in Queens, which I will be attending with my friend Alex. Alex, this is your shout-out. Um, looking forward to that. Haven't been to an AEW show. Was planning to go to Blood and Guts last year at the Prudential Center, if you guys remember that. Uh, but that was right when COVID started happening and all, all shit got canceled. So on and so forth. That would be the show for Daniel Bryan. Again, I would have rather seen Bryan and then Punk. But unfortunately, it probably won't work that way. You have CM Punk come out at All Out. If CM Punk's coming to AEW, that's the only show. There's no there's no random show in, in, in Idaho in August. There's no random show in the fall. You have him come out at All Out. And you try the best that you can to your ability to make it a surprise. We know it's not a surprise. And a couple weeks later, you have another big show from AEW. The first time in New York City. Grand Slam. Um, a a bigger-than-arena-life place. That's where you have Daniel Bryan come out. Probably to be named something different. That is what you do. And at some point in time, we, we pray that we see CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in a wrestling ring together. Against each other. That may have to be 2022. But... That is a dream match that will main event. And somebody, I mentioned, listen to a podcast earlier. They said out in Jacksonville, uh, Tony Khan has access to a whole football stadium. Now, 70,000, 80,000 for an AEW show right now is a bit dramatic. But I definitely could see them getting forty to 50,000 if you have guys like CM Punk, Chris Jericho, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega. That can sit forty to 50,000, and that could be almost like AEW's first edition of WrestleMania. What do you think about that, folks? Uh, I would love to talk so much longer. It's getting late here. Uh, I'm going to try to stay more on podcasting. As far as YouTube goes, man, I can't even tell you. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing with that. I really don't. Uh, but this is great, man. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. It's, it's starting to remind me of why I fell in love with wrestling in the first place. And, uh, yeah, man, I hope everybody continues to stay safe. And thank you for listening.